It was these often elaborate anatomical decorations that were the focus of admiring attention, and not the commonplace nakedness that framed them. Flink flaunted no such artificial enhancements, unless one counted the Alispinian mini-drag coiled around his neck and left shoulder. Such contemporary cultural accoutrements were as alien to him as the primeval grains of sand beneath his feet. Culturally as well as historically, he was an utter and complete stranger here. Nor was he comfortable among the throngs of people. With its still unsettled steps and unexplored reaches, Moth, where he had grown up, was far more familiar to him. He was more at home in the jungles of Alaspin, or among the blind Sumacria of Long Tunnel, or even in the aggressive, world-girdling rainforest of Midworld. Any place but here. Anywhere but Earth. Yet it was to Earth he had finally come for a second time in search of himself. All roads led to Terra, it was said, and it was as true for him as for anyone else. Beyond Earth, the United Church had placed a moral imperative lock, an elaborate edict, on all information about the Meliorares, the society of renegade eugenicists responsible for whatever bastard mutation he had become. Travels and adventures elsewhere had left him with hints as to their doings, with fragmentary bits and pieces of knowledge that tantalized without satisfying. If he was ever going to unravel the ultimate secrets of his heritage, it was here. Even so, he had been reluctant to come. Not because he was fearful of what he might find—he had long since matured beyond such fears—but because it was dangerous. Not only did he want to learn all the details of his origins, so did others. Because of contacts he had been compelled to make, the United Church was now aware of him as an individual instead of merely an overlooked statistic in the scientific record. As high-ranking an official as the Thranks Counselor Second Druven Maquez had taken a personal interest in the red-haired, bright-eyed young man Flinks had become. The novice beachgoer smiled to himself. He had left the irascible elderly Thranks on Midworld, slipping away quietly when the science counselor had been occupied elsewhere. When he eventually discovered that the singular young human had taken surreptitious flight, the venerable Thranks would be irked. He would have to be satisfied with what little he had already learned, because neither his people nor anyone else would be able to track Flinks's ship, the teacher, through Space Plus. Ever cautious, Flinks had decided for the moment to hew to the hoary principle that the best place to hide was in plain sight— What better place to do that than on one of the Commonwealth's twin world centers of government and religion where he had come looking for information years ago? It was where he needed to be anyway, if he was ever going to find out the truth about himself. In addition to his burgeoning curiosity, there had come upon him in the past year a new sense of urgency. With the onset of full adulthood looming over him, he could feel himself changing, in slow and sometimes not so subtle ways. Each month, it seemed, brought a new revelation. He could not define all the changes, could not quarantine and assess every one of them, but their periodic nebulosity rendered them no less real. Something was happening to him, inside him. The self he had known since infancy was becoming something else. He was scared. With no one to talk to, no one to confide in save a highly empathetic but non-sapient flying snake— He could look only to himself for answers. Answers he had always wished for but had never been able to acquire.
It was for those reasons he had taken the risk of coming back to Earth. If he was going to find what he needed to know, it lay buried somewhere deep within the immense volume of sheer accumulated knowledge that was one of the home world's greatest treasures. But if he was home, as every human who came to Earth was supposed to be, then why did he feel so much like an alien? It bothered him now even more than it had when last he had visited here some five years ago. He tried to wean himself from the troubling chain of thought. Belaboring the accumulated neuroses of twenty years would solve nothing. He was here on a fact-finding mission, nothing more, nothing less. It was important to focus his attention and efforts, not only in hopes of securing the information he sought, but in order to avoid the attention of the authorities. With the exception of the Thranks, Druven Maquez, and his underlings, who were specifically looking for him, what other agencies and individuals might also be interested in one Philip Lynx he did not know.